Hey, good dudes. Did you know there are cannabinoids and then there are rare cannabinoids? What's the difference? Simple. The most common recognized cannabinoids are THC and CBD. Everybody knows those ones. But do you, do you know that there are some rare ones? Stay tuned so you'll learn more about the rare cannabinoids and what my next guest company is up to. Let me first start out by saying thank you to Podcast Powertrain for helping produce my show. These are the guys you need behind you if you're looking to start your podcast. Also, I'd like to thank... Powered by Riverside FM. That's right. Our show is powered by Riverside FM, one of the best platforms to actually have a podcast on. So I'm going to have some links at the end of the show or in the show notes. Check them out. These are the two people that you need to get up, get with to make your podcast top 100. The good don't grow. We help you understand the benefits. CBD and cannabis, yeah. The good don't grow. We remove the fear of the unknown. Not giving you all the facts. The good don't grow. We bring the unbiased content from opposing views to give you nothing but the facts. I welcome you to the show. The good don't grow. What's up, good dudes? I'm your host, Gary Roberts. Welcome back to another great show of Good Dudes Grow. Today's episode, we have something interesting. A lot of people know that cannabis usually is grown outside, and there's a lot of people figuring out how to do different things. Well, my next guest, Dennis O'Neill, is the president of BioMedican. It's a bio startup company which developed a unique patent method of producing non-GMO rare cannabinoids like CBG, CBGA, THCV, and THCVA. Biomedicans plants are so unique that they're also 100% identical to the organic strains Wallace offering higher purity and also non-GMO. Their proprietary yeast also produces higher qualities at a lower cost. Biomedicans patent method can also produce 99% pharmaceutical grade cannabinoids that are 100% identical to the natural molecules, meaning the same cannabis, but cheaper. So let's welcome my next guest, Mr. Dennis O'Neill. All right, Dennis O'Neill, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, like the intro said, I'm, I'm very excited about learning more about your company because we're basically, we're basically, my company is a CBD company. Uh, I try to help first responders. I'm building a, a recovery center using kind of cannabis and different aspects. And there's some stuff in your company that we're going to talk about, but there's also some stuff I saw on the website that I'm really interested also to talk about. So I, I'm curious about a lot of what your company is doing. It looks fabulous. But first of all, I ask everybody the same thing. How did you start thinking about getting into the cannabis industry? Uh, well, I mean, my background is uh, over 25 years of investment banking experience. I started two of the largest uh, regional investment banks in Chicago, and I ran the SoftBank E2 Capital Office in Chicago. So I was able to look over the past 20 years at hundreds and hundreds of cannabis deals. And I did... Um, I did some of the REIT deals uh, back in the day where that uh, when uh, you when all these cannabis companies ended up with uh, bushel barrels, bushel baskets full of money and had no way to get them into the banks. Basically, we would set up two different companies. One would be the grow operation. The other would be the REIT. And basically, the rent every month was whatever that they took in in cash. So then, and then you could get the money into the bank. But... Um, you know, obviously, I've I, I seen some challenges uh, within the grow industry itself. You know, I, I was very, very attracted to it. Um, you know, I've I seen from the very beginning days that uh, that there, there was huge potential in here. 
Uh, I, there were some uh, very suspect operators back, in, you know, that came in and out of this. And for the type of institutional investors that that I was dealing with, that the major problem that we had was it wasn't federally legal. So that was something that they just could not get past. So finally, uh, in 2019, I came across uh, Biomedicaid and I was introduced to the CEO, uh, Max McKeeve. And he, sh- he had a biosynthesis platform to where he could produce, uh, you know, uh, rare cannabinoids uh, without touching the plant, without producing THC, which makes it outside the federal and state regulations here in the United States, Canada and Europe. So then I, then I was like, wow, we're really on to something here now. And then um, uh, that's, how it, how, that's how it all started off. That's so interesting. Like you said, rare cannabinoids. Most people know the cannabinoids, the main ones, the CBD, THC, that's what everybody sell, sells right now, the Delta 8, Delta 8s and everything else. But they don't really know the other stuff that the plant does because, again, there's millions of people out there that still are unsure since it's still illegally, it's still legally federal and it's still some states don't know what to do with it, don't know how to do it, whether it's going to be medical, whether it's going to be recreational. But it comes to a point where CBD and THC are not the only things that work in the plant, correct? There's a bunch of the rare ones that actually do a lot more beneficial than just those two, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, um, when you really look at it, uh, there's actually uh, over 200 cannabinoids in, in the plant. I hear a lot of people say 100, but no, there's over 200. There's 220 known cannabinoids that are in the plant right now. The problem is, is that they, they show up in such minute trace amounts uh, and they're in CBD and things of that sort, but they show up in such trace amounts that uh, to, to be able to cultivate them and uh, extract them and purify, uh, purify them, it, it, it becomes exorbitantly expensive. But uh, they do have significantly better health benefits and more specific health benefits than just the CBD. So what we've been able to do is that we, we've developed a biosynthesis platform. We have four patents that are pending and uh, we're able to biosynthesize uh, rare cannabinoids using uh, water, sugar, a very specialized yeast called the Ariolyptolytica. And we take it through a fermentation process, kind of like brewing beer or something. And then at the end of the day, we end up with uh, a 99% pharmaceutical grade uh, cannabinoid that is bioorganic, uh, non-GMO because it's bioidentical to what occurs in nature. And what's important about that is that we produce the exact same molecule every time. One of the issues you have with, uh, with, uh, with the plant or every plant in every season is different. So you get kind of like wine, you know, you never get the same wine every year out of the same field. Uh, you never get the same plant or, or, uh, or harvest out of this uh, out of the same uh, plant. So we're able to replicate this in large volume, and we're able to do it at about seventy to ninety percent less expensive uh, than uh, than uh, the current market prices. And we do it sustainably. We utilize ninety percent less natural resources and energy doing it. So it's a sustainability project. What we're really looking to do here is the CBD business. And the grow business for smoking, uh, that's going to be perfectly fine. We're wholesalers. We want to partner with all the people that are in the retail distribution of CBD. 
so that we can sell them our rare cannabinoids so that they can either add them into their CBDs or produce uh, product lines around them. So we're looking to really become, you know, really tight partners with uh, the current operators in the, in, the, uh, in the cannabis space. And I just wanted to unpack pack a little bit of that. For most people who don't, don't know, most people say the full spectrum plant, the full plant is much better just for the fact that it has all those minute CBDs sure. like the CBG, CBN and everything else. And like you said, it's such small quantities for a large corporation who's already producing that type of grow for them to try and switch that organization to try and get the CBG or CBN out of it. It'd be like flipping their whole business upside down because they'd have to like quadruple the amount of plants just to get a little bit uh, compared to what you guys are capable of doing. Sure. And then, and, then, and then we'd be throwing away 98, 99% of the plant. Now the entourage effect works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't depending on the grow season. So, um, you know, what, what we do know that happens is that when you isolate these very, very uh, minor cannabinoids, like we're able to produce CBG, CBGA, and THCV and THCVA. Uh, and basically what they're able to do is that uh, there are very, very, very specific health benefits to uh, CBG. Like it's an anti-inflammatory. It's, uh, it's known to help with pain. Uh, it's good for, it, it reduces inocular pressure for glaucoma. Uh, it's, it's helps for IBS. And there is a multitude of other benefits that um, um, uh, that 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 it you know that it does. I mean, it's uh, it's also known to help with um, uh, Huntington's disease. It's got antibacterial properties, and it's supposed to help uh, fight off cancer or the proliferation of cancer. So. Um, there's been 22 uh, clinical trials to date on CBD, and um, and uh, you know I think there's probably another 40 that are ongoing at different stages. So there's there's tremendous amounts of data that is being gathered on this. Correct, and that that's the best thing about it. what you said in the comments before. The fact that you're able to uh, synthesize this to a consistent trace amounts regularly compared to, like you said, the growing of the plants. The plants, like you said, every day, depending on the temperature, depending on the weather, it always differentiates the product that you're gonna get. And what most people try to, basically most companies try to do, the ones that are actually really into it for the benefits, they try to make their products consistent. And you guys found that sure. way of doing it. And the best part about of it, it's not gonna be as expensive as if I wanted to actually grow a CBG plant, because I, like I, we said before, we'd have to, double our crops just to get the minute amount that you guys are already getting in mass quantities, correct? Yeah. Either that or you could buy it from us and then sell it into the retailers. I mean, I mean, it's just an easier way to do a business. As you know, uh, it's not easy growing uh, uh, cannabis or hemp. It's, it's, a, it's a tough business. I mean, it's, uh, it's backbreaking business. So it's, uh, you know, this is a way for everybody to be able to benefit because we're all, we're all trying to change the world by getting people more healthy through the benefits of cannabinoids and the higher quality and the lower cost that we can that we can provide the more people that we can help. And I think that at the end of the day, that's what we're all trying to do. Uh, one of the benefits that we have is that because that we're outside the state and federal regulations, 
because we use a yeast, not the cannabis. We produce 0.0% THC. Uh, we could produce THC, but we, we choose not to because we want to stay outside the federal and state regulations. So now our products can go into nutraceuticals. It can go into uh, consumer packaging goods, you know, cereals, granolas, candy bars, every single type of beverage you can think of uh, in the cosmetics. Uh, so uh, this is really, it, it broadens the market to, to where that we can uh, distribute on a global basis into. And I think that, you know, that's going to be quite helpful uh, moving forward. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I, like I said, I'm, I have my own company. I've been, I've been trying to find a reputable company to actually get the same products that your company actually does. So when it came across okay. my desk saying I was able to talk to you, I'm like, oh, this is going to be definitely a, a great conversation. But there's something on the website that I also saw, and, and it, your company also does, but your company also are looking into producing psychedelics and psilocybin. Is that correct? Yes, that's true. We have uh, one of the scientists on our team has um, – successfully biosynthesized that psilocybin. So uh, we're in the R&D stages for psilocybin, mescaline, meadow DMT, um, and those are the primary ones right now. And what we'll be able to do is the same thing we did with uh, the cannabinoids is uh, provide a higher quality, consistent uh, product at significantly less money. So, but, but we're probably a couple of years away from having something to market on that, at least 18 months, I would say, um, because our, our, I mean, we're, we're so far down the road. We're going into large scale production on um, cannabinoids early in 2022. Uh, we did have some shipping problems coming out of China with our equipment because of COVID, which was pretty disastrous, <laughs> um, painful to say the least. But um, the demand for what we're trying to what, what, what we're selling, which is the CBG, CBGA, and what, what's really, really super hot right now is the THCV. And the THCV, I mean, it, one, of, one, of, one of the major selling points there is that it's an appetite suppressant. So there's a lot of people that are doing this intermittent fasting. And uh, th this is this really fits the bill for them. Uh, also, too, is it, it helps with uh, um, the regulation of sugar and the processing of sugar in, in, in the blood. So it's really good for obesity and diabetics. Uh, it also known to reduces inflammation, uh, stimulates bone growth through osteoporosis. Uh, uh, it helps with that. Uh, it, it's helping people with uh, PSTD that have these panic attacks. And one of the big ones that uh, there's uh, multiple uh, clinical trials going on right now, it's a neuroprotectant, which means that it passes the membranes in the, uh, the cellular level of the brain and it protects against Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, even in Alzheimer's, which is a big focus right now. It helps with uh, the, the, uh, the lesions on the brain, the tremors, and uh, things of that sort. So uh, that's a big, big uh, new market that is, you know, basically, as we all know, the CBD market has exploded. Uh, the cannabis market has exploded on a global basis. You probably have about 10 to 20 percent of that of that market that is looking for the next best thing uh, that are highly educated and are you know doing the research to see 
you know, is there further benefits by, by, by trying some other, uh, you know, rare cannabinoids? Well, here, here's, here's where I'm at. And, and being a firefighter and dealing with a lot of PTSD and, and trauma and trying, trying to co- coinciding that with the building of my, my recovery facility, we know we can get THCV from a plant, but that still would give us THC in that plant. So you're saying mm-hmm. you can produce a THCV, the same product from the plant, but with no THC in it, or is that completely? Yeah. 0.0% THC. That, that is something and, that, that, yeah. that really blows my mind. Cause those, these items are stuff that firefighters, uh, recovering, uh, people who are actually do using pain medicine, this stuff without the THC is something they would really, really benefit from without worrying about losing their, their careers or, 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 ch- yeah, for sure. or changing their lifestyle whatsoever. So that's what I found very interesting about the company that if you be able to produce these now for people like me who are trying to get this type of stuff into fire departments and benefit these first responders who are having these issues, stop suicide, stop depression, helping them sleep. It brings that level up a notch to where I don't have to worry about the plant as much and try to find that grower that can finagle it, but go to somebody like you that's actually biothesizing it pure already. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be able to do the same thing with CBN, CBNA, THCA. Uh, so, so the, I mean, the, and the reason why we did that was specifically to stay outside the federal and state regulations so that we could get this into the largest audience as possible. Uh, although that uh, we will be mo- moving, uh, doing some distribution in Mexico. Mexico is legalizing it on a federal level. So in, in, in our plant down there, we will produce THC because it's legal. Right. But uh, we will not be doing it in the United States, in Canada, or in Europe uh, uh, until if and when the, the regulations would change. And you're 100% right. There is... Uh, Police officers suffering with PSTD that, I mean, if they take uh, cannabis and they take a blood test, they get fired. And, uh, you know, although that you can take a handful of Oxycontin or something like that, I mean, that's, that's a non-issue, but you can't, uh, you can't take a CBD. And, uh, but so I, I think that, I mean, at the end of the day, all this, I mean, this is being driven mostly by anecdotal evidence. Now it's starting to be backed up by clinical data. The CBDs uh, had 16 clinical trials. A lot of it proved out a lot of data that, that proved that this anecdotal data, uh, data, you know, uh, data was uh, really, really true that it was really helping people. And now that there's probably, there's over a hundred uh, clinical trials going on. So there's a gold rush going into of money going into these into these uh, clinical trials because uh, based upon how our medical system is set up until that you can absolutely prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt through these very, very expensive and slow clinical trials, uh, you can't say that it treats anything. You can say it helps. It may alleviate pain, <laughs> you know, but you can't say uh, you can't say the word treats. Exactly. Because uh, because then that's a medical claim, and then and then you'll have uh, the FDA, which is run by the pharmaceutical companies, uh, knocking at your door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, actually, and, and that's the cool thing about you being able to uh, go around that part because company, yeah, companies sure. companies are now allowed able to try it without getting a DEA license or <laughs> or some specialty license from the FDA to get their product to test this out, so they're able to test these stuff, you know, specifically on what yeah, they need to I'm, do. Yeah, I mean, what's been amazing is that 
Uh, there's probably a dozen companies in the space that uh, are trying to do what we're doing. We have the best patents, the best results. We've raised the least amount of money out of everybody. And, uh, and we've, pr- we, we've produced the most results in the shortest period of time because not only because we have four PhDs on our staff that are just absolute experts in this areas, but we did something very, very smart. We, we, did, uh, we entered into research partnerships with uh, four major universities, one being the Institute of Genetics in Moscow, uh, the other Denmark Technical University, the Imperial College of London and Delaware University. And we, we were able to access dozens and dozens of PhDs to work on a, a, for free as part of our research. And it was sharing of research back and forth. But uh, yeah, so that, uh, that ended up leapfrogging us over all these companies that spent 50, 100, 150 million dollars. And we're looking at their technology and we're like, oh, no, <laughs> it's a disaster. <laughs> it doesn't matter how, how many additional smart people you hire. Uh, you know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like if, you, if you're if you're traveling to California and you start first start driving down to Texas and you make it to the tip of Texas first. <laughs> it's uh, you might make it to California, but you're going to spend a lot more time and money doing it. One hundred percent. So your your company is still actually raising money as we speak, correct? To actually continue with what it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know something? Yeah, yeah. We we've had over fifty articles published on us: uh, Bloomberg, Forbes, Reuters, uh, Nasdaq, uh, all the big ones. And uh, we've raised over $4 million from institutional investors. And we received hundreds and hundreds of requests from individual investors asking us if they could invest in the company. And, and you know, 95% plus of them were non-accredited, so they could not invest in us. So what we decided to do is we decided to open up a WeFunder campaign just to take in a little bit of money, allowing the individual investors to come in. Uh, you know, we'll take up to a maximum of a million dollars, and that actually kicks off tomorrow. So by the time this broadcast <laughs> goes broadcast, I I don't know if there'll be anything left. But um, uh, you know, I figured I you know I mean basically what we really wanted to do is we we got so much support and there was so much enthusiasm from these investors that. We really appreciated them. And, you know, we figured we'd at least open it up for a little bit of money so that they could put at least some some money in, you know, before all the big guys just, you know, you know, funded the whole deal. Right, right. So if people wanted to actually look at your products, buy your products or get in, like you said, you wanted to start building relationships with smaller companies, distributors, how would they reach you? Uh, Dennis at biomedicane.com or just go to bio, biomedicane, B-I-O-M-E-D-I-C-A-N.com and uh, just uh, request some information and myself or one of our staff will, uh, will, will contact you. Uh, we, we, we can send you whatever, you know, whatever information that you're looking for. And uh, yeah, we're looking for everything. We're looking for distributors. Uh, we're looking for investors. Uh, we're looking for experts that uh, can, can that can uh, help us, uh, you know, with our technology uh, as we move forward. Because we have this is a platform that we can do a multitude of different things on. So uh, even outside the cannabinoid markets, well outside the cannabinoid market. That's great. What I'll do is I'll put all those links in the show notes and everything else, so everybody has a way to contact you. 
Dennis, I appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to say about your company that's coming up that's, that's going on or did we cover everything you wanted to cover? Yeah, the other thing, the biggest of the big news we have right now, we have four patents pending. Our, our main patent has just been approved by the patent office and it'll be issued within 90 days. And this will make us the only company in the world that can produce cannabinoids from soup to nuts, A through Z, without licensing anybody else's technology. Everybody else in the space has to license somebody else's technology to do this. So uh, that's a huge advantage for us over everybody else. And uh, we, we've, uh, we've received notification that the patent will be issued. That is fabulous. That's amazing news. Congratulations. All right. Thank you so much, Robert. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a blast. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thank you. And I'm definitely going to keep track of your company and definitely be contacting you in the future. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'll have some links for you. So if you're interested in starting your podcast yourself, one of the best places to go is podcast powertrain right now they're doing an, an amazing offer for all their course material if you want to actually help get your uh, show ranked all you got to do is go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash powertrain and you'll get all the information there also if you're looking for a platform not sure which platform to use to record your show on riverside fm is the one we use you can also go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash Riverside. Check them out and you will not be disappointed. Again, thank you for all listening to the show and we will see you. Well, we won't see you, but we'll get with you next week. You guys have a great week. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained some type of value. So what we need you to do is leave a review and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Good Dudes Grow.